You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem. This is Vicki, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Nick is enjoying his time at the happiest place on earth with his family, and Kaylee went to visit some of her friends at Truman, so I'm flying solo as I interview my friends Heidi and Leanne about their recent trip to Disney World. Before we start, we'd like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. All right, so we're here, like I said earlier, we are here with Heidi and Leanne, and they are my Disney friends. And actually, Heidi and uh, Leanne probably have been Disneyaholics longer than I have, if, if I remember right. I know Heidi did. I had her daughter, and she was trying to convince me to go to Disney World when I had her. So I can only imagine. Her name's Anne. They just took their families to the happiest place on earth. It was a couple weeks ago, right? Okay. So what my first question is, when did you guys begin planning your trip? I know you. everybody plans it either last minute, but you guys are avid planners. So Well, I think initially we actually had planned this trip several years ago, and I know that you've talked on the show before how much our kids are in band and it gets in the way of schedules and so we had planned a fall break trip to be in October it just didn't happen because we ended up having a competition in the middle and rehearsals so we didn't we didn't go so I think that I'm generally since I'm a DVC member I'm planning at least a year in advance of kind of when we're going to go and so Leanne and I had started talking about dates and when we thought we'd go and it was probably 18 months ago oh yeah at least and so you bet you you guys can only book like a 499 days out like everybody else or do you have a different thing because of DVC? I forget. So the way DVC works is, I mean, I know what my points are going to be and I know how much the points cost at all the different accommodations ahead of time once they publish those those rate charts. When we're planning, we can book it 11 months ahead of time at our home resorts and seven months ahead of time across all of the different resorts that are DVC. Okay, so your home resort is, I forget. So I have points at Saratoga Springs, Animal Kingdom, and and um, out in California at uh, Disney's Grand Californian. Oh, wow. And they just did a refurb. You need to go there. <laughs> so uh, what resort did you guys decide on then? We stayed at Bay Lake Towers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it was yucky. Great. It was awesome. <laughs> yep. We weren't sure if we would be able to book at Bay Lake Towers. So we waited and we kind of had the day that I could book, which was the first day of our trip that we'd planned. We had Bay Lake as our number one. We had Animal Kingdom 
Kingdom is our number two, and then we can usually always get in at Saratoga or Old Key West if you're going kind of right at that seven-month window. So um, we had kind of our our, our pecking order in terms of which resort we wanted to stay at. For us, the reason that those resorts, we had a group of eight, and so that was um, my family, which is me and my husband, and then my two teenage kids that are different genders, so one boy, one girl, and we like to allow them to sleep in the living room area on separate beds, obviously. So instead of being like two people on the pullout, you know, right. head to feet or whatever to try to get them to just be comfortable, we, in Bay Lake and Animal Kingdom, they have a chair bed. So it's actually a pullout couch and a chair bed. So then they can easily split their, their sleeping. So it's that's why one of the reasons we had targeted those. That is good to know. So you um, had not stayed at Bay Lake before either, right, Leanne? No, that was my our very first time at Bay Lake. So were you guys like in a condo situation or how does Essentially, that work? so we rented a two-bedroom with my points. Okay. So the way a two-bedroom lays out at pretty much all the DVC resorts is it's a one-bedroom layout, which is a master bedroom with a king-size bed and then a really nice bathroom and then a full kitchen and the living room with the sleeping arrangements that I mentioned a minute ago. Okay. And then if you get the two-bedroom, you get essentially a studio added on, which is like a normal hotel room. So it's going to be um, either a pull-out couch and a queen-size bed or two queen-size beds. And I we put, we did a dedicated two-bedroom, which means uh, Leanne and Steve couldn't really lock us out or have their own entrance <laughs> into the room. That meant that they had two beds. They didn't have a pullout that they had to deal with. So they had two queen-size beds in there. But room. then you guys could share the kitchen area. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other nice thing at Bay Lake Towers is there's actually a third bathroom. So oh, that'd be awesome. there was the master bath, there was the bathroom in our area, in our bedroom area, and then there's uh, like a hall bathroom with a shower mm-hmm. and you know and everything. So, yeah, basically a full full bath. So three full baths. Nice, and you only had, you only had one girl out of all. All those kids. You need it. You need because mm-hmm. <laughs> in our family, there when we go on a trip with our family, there's four girls, and so they need more than one bathroom to share between the two of them, or the four of them. Excuse me. Yeah. So when we booked, one of the things when I found out that's where we were staying because I didn't know much about it, I actually went online and watched a video. So that's when I watched the video. I remember texting Heidi and like, "Do we really get three bathrooms?" <laughs> and she was like, "Yes." And I was like, "Wow." So I mean, awesome. I thought that was a, an awesome perk. Yeah. We're so close to Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. So did you have the view where you could see fireworks? We could have seen fireworks from our room. So one of the things I did is a week before our trip, I sent an email to DVC member services just saying these are the rooms I'd like. There's, of course, no guarantee. Right. It's just like anything. But um, they were able to get us. I mean, it wasn't a quote-unquote perfect view. It was definitely, we had reserved a lake view. So at Bay Lake Towers, when you reserve, you're saying, I want theme park view, I want lake view, or I oh. want standard view. Gotcha. And standard view ends up being very low, so like a fourth floor or below. Um, Lakeview has a view of Bay Lake, and then the theme park view is always like a straight on, because you're paying, I want to say, like 30% more in points for those theme park view rooms. Oh, wow. It's going to make sure that you have an excellent view of the theme park. So you can, like when you have those, you absolutely have a view of the fireworks. For us, it would have been something where we could have sat, but then kind of craned our head and (laughs) turned our neck. Like, we could see 
um, Space Mountain and the castle from our room, oh, from awesome. the balcony, but it wasn't like a beautiful view. I mean, we were on the end uh, facing that direction, but um, it was definitely not the, the perfect view. It was more like we had that view. But still that you had the lake view. Even. It was beautiful. It really Did was. Did you guys take a lot? Of, I didn't see a lot of pictures like that off of your... Um, patio area. I actually, when we were to the room first, because although um, the Heidi and her family got there first, uh, we got to to enter the hotel room first or the resort because we were texting back and forth, and you were asking me about the view. So I took some pictures. To sit uh, to, yeah. So this is straight on. This is basically to the left, you know, looking to the left, and what you could see from the balcony of the of the park. So, so. when it's on the lake, do can you see any parks? I mean, I know you can't, they're far away from Magic Kingdom, but like, could you see fireworks from another park the way that yours was situated? If we would have been on an upper level, more upper than we were, I would say maybe uh, 10th floor or higher, there would have been a more of a hope, but you kind of have contemporary in the way of Epcot fireworks. Oh, okay. So, but I know that a couple times, one of the best things about staying at Bay Lake and uh, definitely a value of being a DVC member is going to the Top of the World Lounge, which is an exclusive lounge that's only for DVC members staying on points. Nice. And when we're guests there, it's obviously like right upstairs. Rob and I typically make time to go to that lounge and have a drink, watch fireworks at some point during our trip. But then it's a, you know, it's a trek over there and then we figure out how to get back to our resort, walk back to the Magic Kingdom or what have you to get back to where we need to be. But when you're there, we went up there, I would guess of the seven nights we were there, probably five nights. We just went up either for a drink or to watch the fireworks or something. Nice. And so when you're up there, there's a viewing area. You can see the fireworks from the Magic Kingdom, beautiful view. And then you can see other things going on as well around the lake. Um, Epcot fireworks, you can kind of see the the glow, at least, of nothing else uh, when you're up there. How cool. Brad was hoping one time that we'll be able to stay at Contemporary. That's a dream of his. Yeah. I think if we bring no kids. No, sorry, Kaylee and Joey. Um, (laughs) But that we might be able to swing that better or we can't stay for 10 days if we're going to go to the contemporary maybe that's that's the deal alright so you can talk me through your trip what highlights what you started with you can start with whatever you guys want what you feel comfortable with because this is all about you guys not me well you mentioned the um, proximity right so I have stayed at Bay Lake probably two other times for shorter stays so this is the first time I've been for a whole week staying at Bay Lake and I found this amazing uh, phenomenon that when you walk from Bay Lake Tower to Magic Kingdom it seems super close and everything's perfect but when you're walking home somehow it's It's eight times longer and I was so tired walking like that walk I was actually just wishing I could just (laughs) be over at one of those bus stands and just standing for a few minutes so I was just so tired I don't know it was it was kind of funny because it's great proximity to Magic Kingdom you know withstanding the walk at least you can get kind of to your room very quickly um, getting to Epcot, the only way to get there from Bay Lake monorail. is getting to the monorail, which means you have to go over to the Contemporary, get on the monorail there. Things have really picked up. You mean up. like the security within Contemporary? 
and everything. Well, they're doing the security within Contemporary. The, the level of bag review that's happening on your way into the parks oh, yeah. is greatly increased. Yes. I like it because I feel like it's valuable and that before there was a lot um, that I felt like you could just, yes, you're going through the motions of looking in my bag, but you're not checking my person. So right. you don't know what's, what I have on me. Where now, at least when I'm stopping, I feel like you're going to find something if I have something. Right. Now, with the with just what I was talking about, the transportation to Epcot, we were going through bag check to get on the monorail at Contemporary and then going through bag check again to get in the Epcot because they don't, and I believe in Disney and I believe they will fix this before maybe even now because you've got all those people coming off the monorail that just went through bag check. You should be able to put up a rope and then let them get in the park to go, you know, scan yeah. their badges. You don't need to rescreen everybody. Because we but, can get rescreened. Like when we got on the monorail, I know what you're talking about. We got on Christmas morning. We were the only people getting checked. They thought we were crazy, I guess. But we also didn't know that, um, was it the monorail that was broken when we got to, yeah, when we got to the Polynesian, then we couldn't get to Disney uh, because it had broke down or whatever. When you go to the, but it when you take it, once you're checked at Contemporary, then when you get to Polynesian and Grand Floridian, you get off and they don't check you before you go into the resort unless they change that since we were there at Christmas. They check you again when you go back onto the monorail. So they should easily be able to do that for Epcot, I would think. Right. So it was, and, and when you're coming off the Contemporary, when you're coming off that loop, you're in a closed system from what I can tell to get back onto the other monorail right. because it's two different loops. But you are, like, they should be able to hold up ropes and say, okay, all these people are coming off the monorail. They're going to go straight into where I can get my ticket. The other transportation leaving from Bay Lake is typical bus. So Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios was taking a bus. So, I mean, it is it is an, an advantage, but in some ways, especially around the monorail getting to Epcot, it wasn't as convenient as it has been. Like, for example, we've stayed at Beach Club or Boardwalk, and it's so easy to just walk right into the right. gate at Epcot. That is one bad thing. You wish they would have a boat that could take you there. I guess those all those lakes aren't connected. In yeah. my mind, they're all connected, but I, I guess I live in another world. So then, so you guys finally got to, was Magic Kingdom your first park? Or is that always the first park that you guys use or do, I should say? We rely on a lot of different ways to decide what we're going to go to first. We knew that the Schloss Towers were coming in that Saturday, but they weren't, originally, they weren't planning on coming until Sunday. It was kind of, it had been, which day should they come? Because they have some family in the area. And so we had had made plans like all the way up that first night like we got there we were in the parks by 11 a.m and we we stayed for fireworks so we had great view for the fireworks and i love the new fireworks show yes so that is like a big highlight for me was getting to see that because i'd seen it before from the top of the world lounge but i hadn't seen it on main street in front with the castle so with the projection great. and everything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so good. yeah so our first so we got there saturday night and we did our own thing pretty much so when we got Got there we ended up um, checking in our room the room wasn't quite ready yet and so we went to go get food so we left Disney to go get something to eat with the plan of getting groceries um, while we were out so we went ahead and got groceries for all of us and by the time uh, we were in the grocery store we got the text from Heidi letting us know that the room was ready so we went back and got everything settled and then we ended up that evening eating at the way which is a restaurant in the contemporary and so that was our first meal at Disney and uh, it was really good can you describe like 
what the food is like there because I know we thought about going there in 2009. I think it, I think it was open in 2009, and um, we didn't know if the kids would like it. So that from the kid perspective, and I know yours are teenagers, but still, everybody loved their food. It is a little fancier. Okay, you know, so for they're food. gonna yeah they're gonna serve like a food on top of a puree of something right. or you know what have you different things like that but it was all really really tasty George got a potato ganache dish and we I had a taste of it and it was really good and I had the spring chicken and it was everybody loved their food so that's good so it has a variety so then you saw the show what restaurants did you eat in that day that first day we ate at Cinderella's Royal Table so we did um, we did that in the castle for dinner and it was it was nice. It had been several years since we'd done that meal, that evening meal. They brought back characters. So the last time we did it, they had brought out uh, the fairy godmother, and I think the mice were there, and they just kind of danced around. There were no princesses for the like lunch and dinner. I like to not do too much research in between trips. I know you and I have talked about that right. before. Like I don't want to see ride-throughs or anything like that. I just want to try to experience... Disney for the first time, even though it's my 30th time, as many. Oh yeah, no, I totally get it. <laughs> as much as possible. So we were, you know, I don't, I don't do overly much of researching the menus. I just kind of know what I want to try, or you know, that kind of stuff. So I had no idea that when we saw the princesses come around, we we're like, are they going to stop at our table and like do signatures the whole bit? And they did. So right. it was, um, it was nice. My daughter, if you give her an autograph book, even at age 16, she treats it like a quest and she wants right. uh, like she would wait in lines to get I'm like no that's good like I've I've met Aurora before I'm, I can pass but not but she didn't meet Aurora at 16 and she yeah, didn't, yeah. Yep. she wants Kaylee's the like whole bit too. and so she uh, she got a book out and we were doing it just like she was 6 years old and we actually took a really cool picture because one of the times we'd been before there's a stained glass window as you walk up the, uh, the stairway into the restaurant and we had taken her picture there when she was probably six so we took it again and it's really cute cool to just see that kind so did of, you do a side-by-side -side frame yeah, yeah we did yeah because um Kaylee's stealing your idea because we are going back on our trip this Christmas with the Hans again and it's been four years since they've been there so the kids look very different they were mm -hmm. five nine and twelve I guess so that was that day and so then on Sunday did you guys go to the same parks always or did you split up we pretty much planned everything mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Um, we would split up it when it made sense. Like mm -hmm. the second day, so that Sunday, we went back to the Magic Kingdom, and I was exhausted from the day before, and my body was telling me I needed to take a break. And so I went back to the resort and sat by the pool and read for a little bit. It was that kind of thing where maybe somebody would run back to the room, take a nap, or we spent a lot of core time together, but we also spent some time apart and felt comfortable. And um, just a, a cool thing. Thing. On Sunday, when Heidi went back to the room, um, she has had plans on maybe coming back for the fireworks. But uh, when she decided not to, she very um, wisely gave uh, gave us some advice for where we needed to be. Um, and so that was really good because it's a little bit of a different setup, I think, than when we had been there in the past. And they're actually using tape to mark thoroughways. Yes. So that people can still get through. And so we were right at the edge of the tape outside of the circle yeah. in front of the castle. So right there, dead center, we were able to stand right there at the edge of the tape. 
And so kind of a funny aside about that was while we were there, we also got to witness Disney crowd control because some people chose either, and maybe they possibly just didn't realize because it was dark that you had to, if you were going to stand and watch, you needed to be within the tape. And I think some people maybe didn't care. Um, so probably a little bit of both. And so to kind of watch them as they uh, guided people and let them know they either needed to keep on moving or step inside the tape and so it was kind of interesting to see how they did crowd control kind of right there firsthand watching it. But. Well, I was actually going to ask you guys if you had any problems with that. We didn't, I don't believe last year was not the year, but it was the year before that we had been standing with, and these, this family was actually in front of us, but we decided to stay there because I think it was a parade and then it was going to be something else immediately following it. We just stayed in our spot. I think it was just, and we turned around and do a stage show. We were at a stage show and then we just flipped the other way to do the parade or something, one or the other. And while we were there, this family came and they they knew exactly what they were doing and they tried to push in front of that family that was in front of us and so we told the cast member we're like they've been here because she's like you have to be back and she's like they won't move and they had just walked up and they were so I was wondering if you guys had any of that at all I mean I think that's just there are going to be people that try to break the system and try to wheedle their way in one of the things and it's not necessarily my original idea but my friend who goes a lot as well basically the way that they work with the tape is about 45 minutes ahead of time Time. If you're loitering right around Casey's Corner, right around like the ice cream, you still have a lot of people coming up Main Street, so you kind of have to wait until they're going to stop letting people come right up Main Street. Right. So we just waited to the side on the sidewalk, basically right on the curb. And then the second those people stopped coming up, we just moved right on in and got right up on that tape in between Casey's Corner and the ice cream shop. Nice. And then it was a really nice place to watch. There were a lot of people using exterior lighting. I know that Ellen, my son, had said they were doing it that night that Leanne was talking about and the night before. I don't know why people think they need to use exterior lighting to light up the fireworks from... I don't know if maybe they think they have to have that or what the deal is. Because the same thing when we were writing in Pirates of the Caribbean, they're like, no flash photography. Same thing. Yeah. They're always using flash. I'm like, how are you getting a good picture anyway? Because it's in the dark. Yeah. So... Stop. <laughs> so is there anything specific that you always do in Magic Kingdom or you have a favorite ride in Magic Kingdom that you guys like just think everybody should hear about? I mean my favorite ride in Magic Kingdom is Under the Sea with Ariel but I think one That's of awesome. the things about Magic Kingdom is I think it's different for everybody because like the reason that resonates for me is I was a 16 year old when Ariel was a 16 year old first coming out and so I love that movie. Right. And I have red hair and there's just so much about that musical that just I love or the animated classic and so that ride for me is I want to do it all the time as many times as I can but for my kids like they're like okay Ariel yeah whatever um, it's not as it's not as impactful for them and I think that for most people in the Magic Kingdom you can find that connection that helps you remember what it's like to be a kid and I think that's really cool that is cool do you have a favorite or um, my favorite is Monsters Left Floor <laughs> do you guys have somebody that gets picked in your family every time Steve yeah. That happens to Brad. And so is he always the same character? No, he's been different. Let's see, this last time we went, um, he was, um, he had a third eye under his hat. So, you know, just in the very beginning, but he's been the guy who's going to buy everybody churros. He's been the guy that likes to dance. You know, he's been different. 
That's good to know, Brad. It has to be a height thing because I feel like that they always target. The first time they targeted him, we were there in October and he had a jack-o'-lantern on his thing and they're like, it's that guy and he was that guy the whole time and Brad was just, he's like, why is it always me? And so this time we went in there just to see what part he got and he actually didn't get a part after all these years that we've been going and he had a part. So yeah, I just, I love that. It's so, um, whoever does the improv for that is obviously, they're very talented and it's always funny to see what people do like when they're Randall and they can't figure out how to disappear yeah (laughs) and then you've got people behind them you know taking their hands go down go down there was a little kid well I had a guess I still love me as a little kid but it was like a teenager the the last time we were there and he immediately ducked yeah and they were like good job (laughs) yeah I guess people don't know that and do you have like I know you said you went to Cinderella's castle do you have like a favorite Magic Kingdom restaurant yeah mine's kind of different I like um, the Columbia Harbor House so it's just it's a quick serve Uh, they've got good lobster rolls and that's kind of my go-to when I'm there I always like to go there and get get the lobster roll and then I'm happy so it doesn't have to be anything fancy well I was just wondering because that is actually one place that I promised Nick we would try this time and I was reading the menu because we were doing our ADRs today. So um, I saw lobster roll and I'm like, oh, Brad's in for this restaurant. I don't know about the kids, but Brad's totally cool with it because then I was like, well, maybe we'll send them to Pecos Bill or something so they can get their own stuff, although they both like seafood, so I think it would be okay. So then um, the next day, so... I just had one more thing. Oh, okay. No, you're... So one thing we always try to do, um, just because my husband gets sick of going to my favorite restaurants every single time, is he (laughs) wants to try new things. And so this time we picked Skipper Canteen as one of our new restaurants that we tried in the Magic Kingdom on that Sunday and that was really good we really enjoyed that restaurant I mean like we said we have all teenage kids with us so it was there's a lot of show that's going on in that restaurant that is reminiscent of course of what's going on in Jungle Cruise but Mm -hmm. you you hear people in the kitchen throwing plates or you know things breathing that shouldn't be breathing like there's some show that's just in the restaurant itself and then we had great meals I know that my daughter and I had a really good meal. We had like a lo mein, like a noodley dish. My husband was brave and got the um, fish, the fried fish that served as a whole fish with the head. With the eyes, yeah. Yeah, like the head is looking at you. <laughs> it was it was pretty neat. We had a good time. It was a good meal. We Did you go it. with them on that yeah. one? Yes, I had the steak salad and excellent. <laughs> well, I know they've adapted the menu a little bit because people were saying it was a little obscure, but my friend went and she really, really enjoyed it too. So I don't know, maybe we it's Brad and Joey I always worry about enough because Kaylee and I are a little more daring. Although Joey's starting to venture out because the kids in the band have got him to try different things like spicy foods. He used to not eat those. Now he likes spicy foods. And so I just think you need to bring your friends with your kids' friends with you and they'll just do anything you want. It's true. So just one thing that sure. I missed out on on Cinderella's Royal Table. This might be a somebody else might just think this is cool because I thought it was cool. So. Um, I can't remember if it was the next day afterwards. There were these swords, uh, these plastic swords and um, wands, and wands uh, on the tape on the counter in the kitchen. And so I was like, "Oh wow, where did you guys get these?" And so every female, no matter what your age, you get a magical wand, and every male gets a plastic sword. Oh, that's and they were really cool looking. So I was like, "I want one," but yeah, yeah we didn't go. I actually <laughs> announced on my staff call this week to all of my co-team. I said, uh, just so you know, you know, I know you guys all know I came back from Walt Disney World. I procured a wand, a magic wand (laughs) while I was there. So if you guys need anything, just let me know. It's right here at my desk. 
I will help you in whatever uh, challenge that you're trying to solve. That is something, if you've never stayed at Caribbean Beach, you get that too. When you when you check in, oh. you don't get a wand, but everybody gets a sword because you're at Pirates oh. of the Caribbean. Because oh. I remember Joey was jacking around in the room and Brad told him to knock it off and sit down. And when he sat down, he sat on his sword and cracked it in half. And he was only, I don't know, maybe 10. He was devastated. And so we had went to finish up using our snack points at the very end of our trip and noticed that they had it in the kids section and I bought him one and Brad just looked at me and I'm like, I'm sorry, this is his only second trip here and he was so excited about this sword, there's no way I couldn't replace it. Yeah. Because he all cool. week he would come back to the room and he go, you know, trying to act like he's sword fighting somebody. But So then on Monday, sorry I'm holding you guys up. So then on Monday you guys went to... Animal Kingdom, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, great day at Animal yeah. Kingdom. You rode all of the new Pandora. So yeah. the way that we had strategized was we got fast we had planned two days in Animal Kingdom awesome. throughout our trip. And so we did the one Navi ride one one trip and the Pandora Flight of Passage the next one. So we on those two different visits, two different days. Awesome. And the other thing we'd done, just because I had started to hear some chatter that it was hard to get the fast passes for Flight of Passage, even at the, you know, at the very moment you can reserve them. So I split us up when we were making the reservation. So I said, Leanne, you get four for your family. I'll get four for my family. And let's tell Target the date that's the second time we're going in our trip for right, that one. Less people. Because there's less people that have that ability exactly. to book them that day at this point. And so we were able to get it no problem. Like mm-hmm. she was eleven fifteen, I was eleven thirty, something like that. Yeah. So we were fine in the same window. And so that was good. So another thing we found out was we made the reservation for Navi River. You may have heard this or not, I don't know, but you are more likely to get on Navi River quickly if you do early morning when you first get there, you're better off if you don't have two days at Animal Kingdom just for future for listeners if you're wanting to do both there was only a 20 minute wait for Navi River when the park first opened but there was already we got there right or Kaylee and Joey were in the thing at 8 o'clock and by 8.03 they were already on a 150 minute wait who knew I mean honestly we did not know and I didn't do Flight of Passage just because it didn't look like Brad's thing and I was afraid and so Kaylee's like I don't care if it's Dad's thing or not next time Flight of Passage I'm like okay well now I know but I didn't know when I was doing it it's worth it it's such an amazing ride like I would say you know, there's a there's a lot of, you know, are you going to fit? Well, everything, just try it because it's that amazing of a of an attraction, I think. So now you know because I think he's wavering. And you can always do what Steve did, which was disengage his 3D by closing his eyes if it got too intense. Right. That is what um, Kaylee was saying. And I said, actually, that is when, when I went to the IMAX theater, I had to do that before. So she's like, Mom, just get on it. You can at least feel and hear everything, even if you're not seeing it all. And then maybe it won't make you as sick. What is your favorite restaurant? in that park, Animal Kingdom? Um, I haven't eaten at as many restaurants in Animal Kingdom. Uh, Tusker House is where we ate, and it was it was really good. We had only eaten there for breakfast prior, so we went for like a, a liner. Um, yeah, so we like to do liner too. Yeah, and we did a dining package for the River of Lights. Yep. Oh, nice. The River of Lights, so that was nice. Um, but yeah, they it, the food was excellent, and um, it, and there wasn't crowded at the time we went, so it was pretty. Um, so we got. A, I felt like we got a lot of attention. Uh, a lot of characters came over. Donald um, booted Steve out of his seat. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> and uh, tried to eat with us. So just a lot of fun. Fun. I like it because you don't see Donald a whole lot of places. And, and I always have this talk with Nick about that because you have to like seek him out. He's not one like you see Mickey, you see Minnie, and you see Goofy. But Donald and Pluto, even though they're like this 
the ones you think of as the center of Disney, you don't always see them. So I do like going to Tusker House for that. Mm -hmm. Did and you try any? There too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Did you try any African, like any of the African dishes that they had on the Tusker House bar, or do you know? Um, curry, yeah, shrimp curry. Um, that was really good. I believe that was one of their uh, African dishes, and um, so yeah, yeah, that was good. I just like to try different things mm -hmm. when it's on that situation, so then I don't feel so bad if I don't like it, I don't have to get any more, I don't have to finish it. Yeah. It was good. It was a really good meal. I've been there several times before, but it was uh, it was just a really it was a really good meal. And one thing that we had had trouble as a large group of eight. Sometimes we had trouble getting dining reservations for all of us, and so we'd split into two groups of four. And both of the times we had to do that, we just went to the podium. Or, you know, we were both there together at the same time. Our reservations were close to each other, and asked if they would seat us together, and they were able to accommodate us. Of course, I'm sure. There may be times when they can't do that, but we walked into it knowing that and just doesn't hurt to ask. And they were able to put us together at Tusker House and at La Cellier too. Well, I was trying, I was wondering that because like I said, I was doing my ADRs today and there's some I'm going to have to call tonight because there's nine of us because they have five and we have four and it let me do some of them, but then there's some places that it didn't do that. So I, I didn't know if they were going to make me split up and I'm fine doing that because the kids are going to want to sit together anyway. It's not a big deal, but that's good to know that they were, they, I think that they try to be accommodating in all situations. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's been my experience and you've been doing it way longer than me. I think they try. I think it, there might be times when they just can't do it because the tables that are free aren't working out for what's there. But, you know, especially we had arrived early, I think for both of those. So, you know, if we, they would have made us wait until our seating time 20 minutes later, it wouldn't have mattered to us. We all were getting drinks and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's good. How did you like? Rivers of Light. I, I like Rivers of Light. This was my second time seeing it. The first time I saw it um, a year ago when we went, I was a little... I mean, it's hard, I, I think, as a maybe as a musician or someone who appreciates everything that's going on my brain processes music first and right. then then visual and so for me I uh, definitely had moved to like that second phase this time where now I was seeing more of what was going on I was putting it together like the last time I think even telling Leanne about what to expect I'm like okay so what they're going to do is they're going to have the same thing going on on both sides um, like one for this crowd that's sitting on this side and one for our crowd and it must just be because they're not like out very well blah 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 and then I watch the show and I'm like oh this is fire this is water like <laughs> I get it now like this is a, this is meant to be too and they're coming together it's I think when you like kind of understand what they're trying to communicate right. through that show it's a beautiful message it's just saying you know to value the earth and everything the animal kingdom's about but I definitely didn't pick it up the first time so I guess my advice would be don't shy away just because you went the first time and didn't like it like keep going back and see we were more freezing yet so uh, it was a cold night, so the off spray of the water was a little much for us. But, I mean, we liked it. So what, how, what were your thoughts? I, I thought it was amazing what they did with the projections and the water. And I'm probably more opposite where I was really paying attention to the visuals with the music kind of in the background. So I was just watching the visuals and just, like, amazed at what they were able to do and the creativity and things I would never have thought of. I just think this one was so... like. It was hard to keep with one thing because you'd catch something else 
your eye and you still wanted to watch what was going on over on the right but then you wanted to see what's on the left and what's going on straight ahead and mm-hmm. so it, I think that it appeals to everybody And but I would totally agree you need to at least watch it one or two times before counting it out I haven't heard anything really negative or even read anything negative on it so far which is nice alright on day three we were at Hollywood Studios we uh, had a lunch planned at 50's Prime Time which was really really good we had a great waitress a great time eating there a lot of uh, back and forth fun you want to tell about uh, Taylor <laughs> yeah she uh, our waitress um, had, was she your grandma your aunt or your cousin aunt okay she was our aunt and she told us um, to put away our phones and so I mean yeah we were all kind of you know sneak in here and there whatever and um, Taylor got caught and so we all got to shame him so she <laughs> actually called attention from the whole restaurant and we had to well we didn't have to but shame. put up the two finger shake and shame Taylor for um, having his phone out during the meal was he embarrassed oh he loved it yeah I mean he he, he took yeah he didn't mind it at all it took funny. it all inside yes, he did yeah. well and if you think about it there weren't cell phones in the 50s so they wouldn't have they wouldn't even had their phone at the table the parents would have been I know we couldn't have phone calls I don't know how I mean I wasn't from the 50s but I mean at dinner when I was younger we couldn't have phone calls at dinner yeah like our friends knew not to call between this time and this time so very fun yeah so, it was fun what food did you guys have there that's your fit because we like fried chicken I just didn't know if you like the pot roast if, oh you don't know I had I didn't like it yeah that's right you switched oh, what no. was it um, it was one of the homestyle meals so there would yeah. have been meatloaf it wasn't meatloaf was it the t- pot roast I can't remember what it was but what happened was whatever I ordered I didn't like and my husband ordered fried chicken and I'm like you want to eat that chicken and so <laughs> I got a piece of chicken from him and then Taylor yeah. like I am I'm embarrassed by my behavior I like Taylor like he was not he was done and I'm like Taylor you can eat that last piece of chicken <laughs> and he's like no and so he handed it to me and he it had a bite out of it and I was like I don't care, I don't care. No, I still he's eat like that. <laughs> it was great though it was good the he's fried like, chicken was good he's like a nephew at this point I mean yeah I, feel I know like that. I know but it's just I don't like to be like, I'm going to eat your food that you didn't eat. But I didn't like my dinner. I don't remember I'm what it sad. was. I'm sad for you, only because I've always heard just everybody loved everything there. In fact, somebody I know went and got meatloaf, and that I'm not a get-meatloaf-out person. Uh-huh. I like meatloaf, like home-cooking meatloaf at your house. And I realize that's what they say it's like, but still, I don't know. Yeah. The best thing I had there was the dessert. I got the dad's brownie with ice cream. That's Katie's favorite. And that was amazing that was a that was probably one of my best desserts I had all week awesome it was really really good yeah another thing funny that happened was um our waitress our aunt suggested that Steve actually move to the end of the table because she said you know you'll have a little bit more room if you do that she said but when they start bringing the food out you need to let them know that your seat won so that all the food gets to the right people Okay. And so he moved, and then they come in, and they just start passing, passing out before he has a chance to even say anything. And then she's, then she comes along and you know chastises Steve for <laughs> you. Did you tell him? And of course he's like no, because they had the plates you know on the table before he could say anything. And, and so, he's kind of shy in some sense, right? Um, he's he was fine with it, but yeah, I mean he's just not. 
Um, he doesn't go, you know, obviously looking for that, but he was just, uh, but yeah, he thought it was funny um, that, you know, yeah, it, it was all taken in stride. It was a lot of fun. We mm -hmm. really enjoyed their, I just always really enjoy her. Try to figure out how they know if they're going to be the aunt, the grandma, or the cousin, because the one girl that we had one time, clearly we were older than her, and she was like our aunt. And I'm like, there's no way you're our aunt. But I mean, I know they just have to do that for the fun part. But yeah, yeah. I love that restaurant. Good fun. And then from an attraction perspective there, we had not, for whatever reason, I think it must have to do with Toy Story Land, we had not been able to get fast passes for Toy Story um, ahead of time. Said. Yeah. And so I think it might be just because they don't know what to do with people. The weird thing is that people clearly got them because they had a fast pass mm -hmm. line that people were going into, but I don't know at what point they got them. I didn't check every day or anything like right. that to see if at some point they opened up. I checked back a couple times. Um, so what our plan was, was we just tried to be there as early as possible and then just get in line, you know, mm -hmm. figure it out once we got there. And so the whole queue was outside, but we only waited probably, I think they told us it was 75 minutes and I mm -hmm. think it was probably 40. Mm -hmm. it, w it wasn't really that long once we started getting going and I think there might have been a track down at one point and that's why they said it was going to be longer but it really it went it went fine so the second track wants to come back up and so that was really fun and then for um, the evening we really decided that we couldn't do both the galactic fireworks and phantasmic and needed to decide one versus the other what we were going to do and so we split up our party where Leanne did the galactic fireworks so she'll tell you about that but we did um, phantasmic and we didn't have a, a dining package or a fast pass and we just you know went back early we had we grabbed dinner from Rosie's before we went back there and then just sat in our seat and ate our dinner and it was it was nice we had a great it was really good seats, and it was a really nice night, too. It wasn't too hot. So. We found that we got fast as one time for Fantasmic, but we found if you get there in enough time, you can easily do, you know, walk-in. And we also, Kaylee and I reported on this, I think there's 10, it's like 7,000 seats, but 3,000 standing room technically that they can allow. So they should be able to get a lot of people in there. And sometimes I feel like they don't make that known. I think they're like, oh, well, we'll just wait till the next show or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so the, you guys chose which ones you wanted to go yeah. to and everybody divided up? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So we, uh, when we separated, we actually had dinner at the com the commissary, ABC commissary. My favorite. Um, so yeah, it was really good. Uh, Steve and I split a couple appetizers, the hummus and um, some loaded fries or something. And uh, the boys had burgers and stuff. So, um, so we did that, and then Steve and I actually did get fast passes for um, later that evening for Toy Story. Like the boys, um, everybody except for Steve could get fast passes for Toy Story because Steve had a fast pass for Indiana Jones um, because he doesn't uh, do spinny. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't do like Wreck and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, any of that. So he couldn't get one yet because of the timing. And so I hung back and didn't get the Toy Story Fast Passes that day with the, with the rest of the group. And so we were, once his Indiana Jones was over, I went with him and we had uh, Fast Passes for Toy Story. Oh, so okay. the two of us went on that again. And then we um, sat around the front area in front of the Chinese theater for the uh, for the show and before the galactic star what fireworks the galactic fireworks they had another show that was projected on the Chinese theater and it was scenes from movies uh, and just you know kind of the history of, of movies 
type of a thing. So, but in order to see that well, you actually have to get up. You can't be seated around right. where they do all of the Star Wars uh, shows there. You actually have to get up and get on the other side of that in order to see it well because of the trees. So I feel like there's not a lot of area to do that like you know maybe and I'm sure they're probably trying to figure out especially as the summer comes and more and more people how they're gonna you know people are gonna get to see that with a little bit better view they had tape lines for that when we were there at Christmas did they have tape lines for okay mm-mm but Not that it I'm wasn't, aware of. Well, we didn't see the Galactic show. We actually saw the Christmas uh, jingle, bam, jingle, whatever it is. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and they also had a projection show, too. Mm-hmm. It was a Christmas one, though. The elves were talking to Santa and stuff. But I'm just glad that they're using Romans, because otherwise I feel like, I don't know how you guys felt, but it's an integral part of the park. And to just shut down Great Movie Ride, which somebody um, that I'm working with on a trip didn't know that them, I don't know how, but I guess they don't do as much media as we do, and didn't know that that, had, that was one, something that she really wanted to do so that's good to know that there's like a movie thing on the mm-hmm. promise okay sorry yeah, go ahead. yeah, yeah. and then and afterwards so- they had the it's a fireworks show and they have scenes from the movie that kind of tell the story and they use um, noises and lots of fire to enhance the storytelling and the fireworks and did they bring out the characters then they too? didn't they didn't it was just um fireworks and did they bring out the characters maybe they did because at some point steve and i were moving to the back because we were planning on leaving to go to extra magic hours at epcot because i didn't have a fast pass for frozen, frozen. And oh and you really, wanted, to, really wanted to do that so we were like as soon as it was over we were hightailing it to the epcot but um to make it over to epcot we did see characters but i'm wondering if that was a show before that we were watching out front mm-hmm. I, I think, think that's so. where the characters were not during the not during the firework part and we actually took pictures our brad did and some video footage when we were there the listeners know that we're not huge star wars fans like you guys are we don't know the characters or whatever i'm knowing more and more just from reporting on it I can't believe that. <laughs> How can you not? <laughs> because Star Wars was didn't used to be part of Disney, and so now I'm having to like collide my worlds. Harry Potter was our family thing, and so if that was connected, I'd be all set. But um, yeah, that was pretty cool to watch them troop in with the stormtroopers and um, that woman, which I can't think of her name right now. Nick's probably screaming at the radio because I can't right? remember. Captain Phasma. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. See, I did remember. Uh-huh. Nick will you be totally so proud. Did. It was pretty overwhelming. Like you feel like you're being called out or whatever so what a cool experience guys yeah yeah that was pretty neat and I was able to see the very very tail end of the fireworks just as we got you know siphoned out of Fantasmic with the herd um we the show was still going on there was maybe three to five minutes left and so I did find a tape area that I could step in real quick and um, watch the end of the show and so I got to see that but I was so close to the crossroads of the world that I couldn't really see much of what was happening closer to closer to the so you were in at the end of Fantasmic though did you get to see the, mm-hmm. the okay so did you see Moana was on there because somebody just pointed that out to me the other day that Moana's been added to the showboat hmm. or the paddle boat or whatever that. Mm. I did see that some of my favorites were gone like Meg is not 
on there anymore. So Meg from Hercules. Oh, I'm that sorry. used to be like the only place you could see Meg Aww. that I knew of, at least. <laughs> That's weird. I, I always wonder how they decide which characters. So, anyways, is there anything else you want to say about Hollywood Studios? Because I don't want to rush you guys, but I know we have to keep mm-hmm. moving. Anything about extra magic hours at Epcot? So, oh, did you get to go just, to Frozen? Yeah, we hightailed it over there. Uh, we got in line, and um, it was good. I'm glad I did it. The queue was very cool. Uh, walking through the queue, they make it look like you're outside, like you're in, mm-hmm. you know, in their village. So that was fun just to walk through and see all of that. And the way they have the queue, like when you walk in, when you get in, it looks like it's just a mass of people, but it's not really. It's lines that are just all mushed together and you just you just can't see it as you're you know, looking in and then, yeah, and the ride was uh, very cool and they did a great, I think they did a really good job with it and um, we enjoyed it. We were on the ride with a group of teenage girls and their chaperones, so we were in the very back and they just had a blast. They giggled and laughed and they so it was kind of fun to be with a group of people that were really enjoying it. So you had a good picture? Did you get a good picture from that? You know what? Our picture did not turn out because we were it was just the two of us in the back and everybody in front of us. We were in the very very back. So our picture did not really We were in the middle, but we didn't know what to expect because we never wrote it as Maelstrom. And so we were just wondering what was coming next. So we had this look on our face like we're not happy, but we really were happy and kind of sad. Mm -hmm. Now, George got his picture in there with his hands up like he was on a roller coaster. So (laughs) there you go. (laughs) So uh, the next day was Epcot. Mm -hmm. So we went to Epcot. That was the first time for Leanne's family seeing Soarin' Around the World. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just love that ride. I do recognize that it feels like the aspect is a lot more pronounced with the new projection than it was with the older one. Like, I don't remember, and it could be just what they're featuring. Like, Taj Mahal, when you're off to one of the sides, it looks like it's curved Yeah. because of the curved screen, where I never remembered seeing those kinds of distortions with the Soarin' Around California. Somebody else mentioned that in a blog I read. Yeah. You know, it's still... I love that it's the same soundtrack. It's such a great, just, music. It's so good. I love it. Um, I think it's definitely still one of my favorites. Did you go to be in Napoli? No. No. Oh, La Cellier, because you said you went to La Cellier. Uh, yeah, so we ate at La Cellier. It was great. We had a dinner, and then we came right out and watched Illuminations. That was a night that Magic Kingdom was open late, so some people went back to Magic Kingdom after being in Epcot all day, and we'd been there since the very beginning, because I think we had like a 9, 10 open window on Fast Pass, so we were there very early. Um, so that was a good day. The next day was Thursday. We were back at Animal Kingdom. Uh, to do Pandora. Some of us just came literally to do Pandora and then leave. And take a nap. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a day that we had planned to go to Hoop to do. So we were doing a night show, and so it was our relaxed day. Mm-hmm. So within our trips, at least my family, when we're planning them, we always plan a day where we're basically just not going to the parks. Right. And we just chill out at the resort, enjoy the pool, really just relax, give our feet a break. I joked that on this trip, like, I was still having 15,000 steps a day on our, our relaxed I know. days. It was crazy. Because we, we, I think that 
since we we have annual passes and so we're so tempted it's no extra money if you're there to just get a fast pass and go right. for just the fast pass but by the time you get on a bus and get in the park and walk to something and then oh yeah we can do this while we're here this while right. we're here suddenly you're you're walking around for a significant amount of time so that's what we did um that day was we went back to the resort we did have some downtime and then we went over to hoop to do from our resort should have been very simple because it should have just been a quick boat ride across right. the lake but because there was a storm moving through there were no boats running oh, no. so at least i mean i feel like we are experienced enough to know that's a possibility so we called the front desk said are the boats running they're like oh, no they are not that was something we hadn't talked about yet so generally speaking my family we fly to disney from here in st louis and we will rent a car and just kind of drive to some parks drive around we don't usually leave property but we just have the car with us we didn't do that this time it, would, it was going to be like 350 dollars by the time we paid all of our fees and so i knew that uber was now operating from the airport yes. and so we did that we ubered to the resort and we ubered back to, you know back to the airport at the end this was a time when it would have been nice to have a car but we just ubered within the resort so we just grabbed an uber from our from bay lake to um fort wilderness and then got on their internal bus system to go to, to do a minivan i think my daughter would have been very very pleased if we did but i think from a cost perspective it would have been almost twice as much Right. The only the benefit to it is um, if you're taking it to the park, they get to go where the buses are, where the Ubers don't. Yeah. That is a, a benefit that we want to try, but we'll see. Yeah. So you were at the Hoop Doo, which is at Fort yeah. Wilderness. Yeah, that was yes. great. Have you guys done that? We didn't. We were. It was between that and Spirit of Aloha, and we did Spirit of Aloha last year instead. And yeah. so. You'll have to do it. That was our yeah. choice, too. I think that I pushed us towards Hoop to Do because I like the menu a little bit better. Uh, I really like the show better. Um, Spirit of Aloha is a fine show. It's just not my favorite, um, especially for repeat. I, I mean, True. You know. So uh, it was it was good. We had a good time, and we were able to take boats back, so that was nice, too. We were able to get it. That's how I got those nice pictures from the water yeah. of the resorts. You did up. have some really nice pictures. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, you guys went back to Hollywood Studios? We were at Epcot. Oh, okay. Epcot that day, and it was a short day. We were just staying until after lunch and then going to downtown Disney because that was Leanne's family's last full day in the parks. Okay. So we um, we had a full morning of fast passes, like uh, doing different things. And then we, we both have last names that are very German, and so we had themed our matching shirts for that day to be kind of joking about... Because like, I was like, why did they do that? It's like... It was like counting in German, like said, Eins, drei, zwei, wir. The Schlotzhauers and Meisters are finally here. Yes, it was very cute. Yep, and then we went, went to Beer Garden that day, and it was it was really fun. It was, I mean, Leanne, what did you think of Beer Garden? I've been so much before, and this was your first time. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, just listening to the music, the guy with the bells was amazing. He does this... He does a couple different songs, depending on how long you stay there. Um, but yeah, he has these bells, of course, all different notes, and just watching that, and then they bring the big horns out, and so, and people get up and dance and polka, and it's just fun. You get up and, you know, get your food as you please, and so, it's just relaxed, good time. That's awesome. Yeah, we had a great 
time. I, I love Beer Garden. I know what I like on the menu, on the buffet, and it was nice to be there with a table of eight. So Beer Garden is one where they seat you like you're at an Oktoberfest in Germany, which right. would be Family com- style. community tables. Yeah. So we frequently will be a group of five and we've got three extra or a group of three and there's five extra, you know, just we've met people. We talk to them, learn about people and how they do Disney from all over the place. And we've had a good time there, but uh, we really enjoyed our meal. And then we went to downtown Disney. It was raining that day. So that kind of put a little bit of a damper on the experience at downtown Disney. Sorry, Disney Springs. It's fine. Um, I knew what you're talking about. Because that's how I still think of it. Yeah. And the nice thing, I really like D-Trend, that store, Trendy, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. And so was able to see some of those things I've been admiring on DisneyShopping.com and all that. And so um, we did that. We went in the Disney store, which is under construction right now. I was going to so ask you how that was. very um, truncated. But I honestly, like, it took me leaving before I realized it was under construction. Like, I didn't try to go out those doors that were closed off. And so it just, because there's just so many different rooms there. Right. I still felt that, oh, I'm in this area, this area, this right. area. If you think back to it, okay, well, the whole jewelry room is gone. The whole jewelry slash purse room just wasn't open, right? But they'd shove that stuff somewhere else, so. Well, it, they have it between two stores, and I think one of them is the Trinity store, what you're talking oh. about. It's between there, and then there's one that's in the newer part where Kaylee likes to shop, the the white, like, I don't know what that's modeled after. To me, it looks like something you would see in France or Italy or something, you know, I'm talking about that where the newer stores are, where Sephora and all those oh, are. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. There's apparently a store that they put some of the stuff because they didn't want to just get it away. I yep. don't know. People would have just bought it somewhere else, but, you know, if they're only going there. And some people, like my aunt and uncle, only go to go to Orlando and do not go to Disney World. They just go to downtown, or downtown Disney or Disney Springs as we know it now, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah. We did also go to Jack Lindsay's hangar bar. Like, nobody, this is now like day six or seven of our vacation. Nobody's hungry for anything anymore. We just eat because there's meal times <laughs> and we're at Disney. And so we went to Jack Hangers Lindsay or Jack Lindsay's hangar bar. Yeah. And so the kids got one table. We got one table. We each got like kind of some appetizers. I don't think anyone ate anything for the rest of the night. It was just, I mean, we'd had beer garden that right. day. And like oh, I said, we, actually, we, we did eat at the uh, quick serve that night at the contemporary oh, yeah. did. which was a cool experience just we got I think a couple of we split some things we each got something and had a little bit um, but yeah which was a neat experience to like eat and then there's the monorail going right to why yeah so I was like oh this is kind of a unique experience and it's downtime as well I mean just having some family time Mm -hmm. and just chilling out Mm -hmm. yeah nice and so then you guys left did you drive we drove we drove so yeah that night we actually Steve no not Steve he stayed back me and Taylor and George went back to the Magic Kingdom. We rode Big Thunder Mountain one more time. We uh, we did um, actually we ended up doing uh, Buzz Lightyear twice because Space Mountain was still too long of a wait. Um, we thought we would get in, but and we could have waited, but it we just decided that we didn't want to ju- you know we didn't want to wait that long. So we basically walked on um, uh, Buzz Lightyear again um, and did that one more time. And then we left Saturday. And before we left, we had reservations at um, our ADRs at Ohana for breakfast, which was the first time we had done the Ohana breakfast. Oh, did you like so, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Joey's. That's Joey's must do, mm-hmm. and he likes to do it twice if we'll let him. And sometimes we we give into that. 
because, I mean, we do enjoy it. We like what goes on there. You like that place too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then we stayed, my family stayed for another night. And so we had another day in the park, two days in the parks after they had left. Because we didn't want to pay for a two-bedroom with now, like, most of it not there. Pavia points. We moved to Polynesian for just our one night there. I wondered how you did that. had a really, really nice view of the castle to the point where, yes, tired feet, but also we could see, like, the profile of the castle uh, from our balcony, from our porch at Polynesian. So that night we just stayed and watched the fireworks from there. And I downloaded the music. So like I said, music's important to me. So I was like, when's it going to start? When's it going to start now? And then we were like right on with the music. I was convinced that we had had done it really well. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. So that day um, we had gone to Animal Kingdom again to do, we had gotten bonus fast passes at Flight of Passage. So we went back one more time we had a couple other fast passes at, like finding nemo i think we love i love finding a nemo oh i do too such a great musical um so we did that and then um we just went back to the resort kind of hung out we had dinner at ohana so we did the uh eat shrimp and everything else until you pop right a meal and that's the one we haven't done yeah i mistakenly booked a spirit of aloha which was good but again not what i was expecting uh, so. yeah yeah you, i i love it i love it more than i like breakfast um of course there's no characters but it's right it's such a good it's just a really good meal and then us being full and all we didn't go back to the parks that night we just went back to the room and watched the fireworks and hung out one of the bonuses with dvc is you can rent uh dvds just oh, nice. like from Disney. Okay. And so from the DVC community hall. And so we get in the habit of doing that. We didn't for a lot of our initial vacations. We would just bring our own, but now we get we just like it. Well so we'll grab a we'll grab a couple movies and, you know, watch Moana or whatever we didn't bring with us that we kinda rented. So we did that. Then in the morning we we did resort airline check-in, which I think is like one of the best Amazing. things ever. And went to Epcot to spend the rest of the day. The highlight that day was probably um, the Guardians of the Galaxy Superstar mix or mm-hmm. something, whatever mix with the DJ. Yeah, well, I think there's a. DJ. It's not. It's not really a DJ. It's a story now being done in the American Gardens Theater. Okay. So Gamora's there and um, Peter Quill and who's from Missouri. Hello. And um, we have to be proud of this. And uh, so basically he's kind of bringing his music to these other aliens. That's kind of the story behind the show. And so they perform several 70s hits. It's just, you know, it's fun. Innocent fun. Music is good. And so we, we got to see that show and do a bunch of other stuff. See some of our favorites before we went home. Um, and then like I said we took the Uber back to the um, took our Uber back. One thing that we did learn, uh, which might be a little bit of a tip that I'll definitely remember, and maybe since I say this, they'll mysteriously disappear, but there are lockers outside of Epcot at the bus depot, closer to where you get on and off the buses. Oh, I remember seeing that. That are four quarters for an unlimited amount of time. So one dollar. Whereas if you take get a locker in the park, not only do you have to go through bag check, you also have to pay $15 for the day, I believe. I mean, it's yeah, definitely more than right. four quarters. <laughs> so that's what we did with our bags. You know, just the ones that we were taking with us on the plane so we didn't have to lug those around our park. Awesome. Holder. That's that an nice. awesome tip. Well, it sounds like you guys had fun. Mm-hmm. I felt, I appreciated the pictures. I felt like, so I was like, can I post your pictures? Because I um, I love to share as many pictures as we can with listeners because some haven't been. I'm finding out more and more 
I know I was that person that hadn't really gone until I was in my 30s to just go as a family trip or whatever, but I guess I don't realize there's other people. I wasn't the only person deprived of Disney as a child. And so when they ask questions like, oh, I've never been there. What do you think of this? I'm like, oh, great. So you guys definitely gave some insight into stuff that we've not done and still hope to do. Obviously, we're not done. So I want to thank you guys for uh, talking with me because that, you know, I love to talk Disney. Obviously, you know that. Um, because Heidi actually had a big Disney party where we all came and brought Disney appetizers one time. So if you haven't done that before, listeners, I would encourage you to do that. Everybody brought their albums and um, made Disney appetizers and Disney foods, and it was just a lot of fun. If you're interested in being a guest on our show like Heidi and Leanne were, or you have a question or comment, you simply text us at 407-674-0414 or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, text us at 407-674-0414 or contact us at travel at mousecapades.net. The 2019 dates have opened up, so you may want to get your 2019 Disney trip booked because you don't want to miss out on the chance to see Toy Story Land or the opening of Star Wars Land next year. Also, remember to check out our friends at waltexpress.com for all things Disney. Thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Be sure to join us Wednesday for our hump day news when Kaylee will be back with me. Well, I think it's about that time. Peace and love. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.